Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to L.O. Governor, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of El Governor the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. And I'm Sam. And today we got a special episode. Well, I wouldn't call it a special episode, but uh, I thought I thought we would do something different than the usual uh, movie reviews and, and news stuff that we do on the show. For, the, for the first time listeners, I just want to say welcome aboard. Thanks for listening and yada, 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 all that good shit. And um, usually we have like two formats on the show. Uh, one format is the usual news of the week type type thing where we go through various news stories and talk about them individually. And uh, the other format is the movie format where we take three movies and review them separately. Yeah. Now we are going to start doing two parts of this um we are going to start bashing on your teenage memories. You will. Well, I wouldn't well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think most people who grew up watching Danny Phantom have um were probably preteens when it came out cuz it came out like in 2004, so a lot of and I was like 14 at the time when it came out, so, you know. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, we're reviewing Danny Phantom. This is <laughs> this is this is enough to warrant two parts. Yeah, it's a side A, side B type thing because there's a lot, there's a lot to cover. Um, and 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 you're probably wondering like why why we're we talking about Danny Phantom? That show ended like um, a couple of year uh, years ago, right? Yeah. It ended in like it ended in like 2007. Well, because you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh. It's one of those shows where I look back at it and, and think to myself, this could have had a lot of potential, but it just ended up failing miserably. And okay. it's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those things where we kind of need to talk about it because it's a great example of how not to create an action-packed series. Actually, it felt more like how to how to actually felt more like how to not try to be for the kids. If you have ghosts involved, as in, this cartoon has ghosts, and ghosts will always involve you sitting down with the kids and start talking about the afterlife. You know, dead people. And, and that's kind of the biggest problem with the show, because the, they were like, oh, you know, some ghosts are dead people, but some ghosts aren't. And it's just actually, really fuck. It's just really fucking stupid. It's actually kind of weird that. They're trying to cater a kid's show that is specifically about a guy who becomes a ghost and fights other ghosts and puts the ghost back in the go in the ghost zone, which is sort of totally not limbo. Yeah, totally not the afterlife. <laughs> and <sighs> so basically where to start. I think my main we we should start at at the very beginning, which is like the creator Butch Hartman. Now Butch Hartman is an interesting character, is an interesting person because at one point in time he was like considered like one of the 
young go-getters of animation. Him and Seth MacFarlane and Gindy Tarakovsky and all those other people. Uh, Craig uh, Craig McCracken. You know, all those other people who once worked at um, Cartoon Network um, on on various shows were considered like the new hotshot group of uh, creators. Like they were going to be the the top uh, new guys to they were going to take over the industry and you know yada 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 personally he would butch butch hartman feels more like the least interesting of the group of cartoons at least there at least with because he only did like fairly odd parents and danny phantom he didn't do anything else. No, he had other shows. I mean, he had like Tough Puppy and Tough Puppy's oh, yeah, another Tough fucking. Puppy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tough Puppy. I forgot about that. You you, for, you forgot about that show because that show had a horrendous schedule, where they aired like a couple episodes and then they just gave up on it, yeah. and then it just spent and spent the last couple of years in limbo before eventually getting canceled, without a word from Nickelodeon. Yeah. And yet, Fairly Odd Parents is still alive. How season ten? Why did they start having a fairy godparent shortage? And they introduced a female character who's pretty much the live-action version of Grown Up Two D. No, seriously, the whole save the world, try try to care, try to care about people. So epic, positive shit. Why? And Fairly Odd Parents is another interesting story because, like, they had the, the entire seasons where they would go like. What do we need to do to make the show fresh again? Add a baby character, add a dog character, add a female character, and it's just... It gets worse and worse every fucking year, and I'm shocked that um, they made it to season 10, to be quite honest. Maybe it's because, like I said, it's one of those background babysitter shows. And these are the type of shows that you leave your kids and turn on the TV. If they don't exactly care about the plot or anything like that. They just like to stare at the pretty colors and shit. And, then if, they have the, and if they have that type of awareness, it's just background music noise for them when they're like playing, video, playing some shit. Well, yeah, because again, like I said, Butch Hartman is probably the least interesting out of all the, out of all the names that I mentioned because... As an animator, he is not, you know, he, he, you know, he doesn't really have like that, that, that many interesting ideas, to be quite honest. He's, he's kind of the kid who grew up reading comic books and watching cartoons and thinking to himself, I can do that. Yeah, and that it, it shows, as in, at least in the earlier Fairly Odd Parents, you kind of get that it's a kid whose life actually sucks and he's trying to make, he's trying to make wishes to make everything better for him, even if, it, because there's still this type of kids mentality that I liked about it, like the kid childlike innocence. Uh, but the later it spreads more involving the fairy world or how to try to uh, how to flesh out fairy world and the fairy universe and all that shit. Though they made the ca- the side villains less interesting in the process. The and thus you know Vicky becomes more of a mur- of one of those psycho murderers and Crocker stopped giving a shit about the. Finding Fairy World, even if his backstory, as you stated, it's like the most depressing shit ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I think that's one of the. I think that that's my favorite episode of the entire series because it's just uh, it's just them doing a serious story, and I like that, and that was really interesting at the time. Yeah, and how Timmy fucked it all up in the end. It's all it's that was, double it was, it depressing. Was, it was, it was Cosmo. You you fucking hated Cosmo at well, the end of that episode. I, actually, you kind of get that 
at least they were trying to stick into the flawed mentality. At least Cosmo in a way had flaws, and it kind of also fucked. It kind of also have advantages in this matter. That's a good thing, cause at least in a way, I kind of like that. Even the main female characters there have flaws, and and well, that's about it. The female characters have flaws back then. Vicky was kind of manipulative, exploitative, because, you know, they're kids, they don't know anything, so I could use them to my advantage, and she was money-hungry, and that kind of worked. And now she's, like, just, like, she's technically wants to kill every single kid, especially Timmy. That became more of a joke. And and back then, like, his parents were just eccentric. Like, they were just weirdos who, you know, were involved in their own little world. And that was kind of funny, like, because, like, you're taking the modern American family and, and making them weird and bizarre. And it's it's almost surreal. Yeah. Like, I, I love the joke with with um, with um his dad building a giant robot getting into a fight with Dinkelberg. That was just, <laughs> that was really hilarious. Yeah, at least in the earlier versions, you kind of get why they were always away with Timmy, mostly because they wanted some al- mostly they wanted some alone time and now it's just straight up awkward neglect in the end because of, oh, oh they're, but- uh, they're, they are fucking assholes in the new series like they yeah. are just complete and other heartless bastards and it's hard to feel sympathy for them plus I, you know Timmy's dad again is, is another fucking retard now and he gets like a lot of episodes dedicated to him because Butch Hartman has this weird fascination with the character and I don't know why Oh yeah, and I still remember that they also made a fairly odd parents live action movie with Drake Bell, and then it's sort of like an alternate universe thing because Drake, because Timmy apparently found the loop that as long as he stays like ten forever, a mentality of a ten year old, he could still keep his fairly odd fairy godparents, and yet they also that that sort of contradicts with the Channel Chasers series, which is involving he will eventually lose his parents the. He will eventually lose his godparents the more he grows older. Mostly, I think, 18. I think he keeps his godparents until he's 18 and stuff. Yeah, that was kind of stupid because I've only seen the first one. I couldn't be bothered to see, like, the, the, the other two action movies that they... Uh, live-action movies that they did because, quite honestly, one was enough. Yeah, one was really stupid. One was really stupid because Drake fell stuck in Nickelodeon, and then they have Daniela Monet there or something because she ends up being Tootie, who, who ends up becoming the love interest for some reason. I don't know. And it's just it's just creepy because it's like, oh, you're a 22 year old man, you know, still in tenth grade or something. And that's just yeah. kind of bizarre because I'm like, what? universe would allow this would allow a 10 a 22 year old man to go to fucking preschool uh elementary school but yeah <laughs> yeah whatever i don't, I don't even remember like <laughs> yeah. it's because because the because the show can't keep its own continuity straight why, why should i fucking even remember yeah what grade he's in yeah it was weird it was weird as fuck uh, but but like when we're talking about like here's the thing with butch hartman at one point in, in you know during the height of uh, Fairly Odd Parents' uh, popularity, he said to himself, "He was the golden child. He was like Nickelodeon's chosen one." They were like, "Okay, Butch, we want another show." And he's like, "Okay, here, I've got this idea about this ghost character who fights other ghosts." So you know, and then that became Danny Phantom, and it's an interesting, 
it's an interesting show to look back on. I'm not gonna lie. Like out of all the shows that I watched uh, recently, again, I think Danny Phantom is probably the most interesting to to go back and watch because you can tell that that they they had potential. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say that the show was awful or something like that. But, you know, it had a lot of potential to be a really good action series, something that's different from the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. But at the end of the but at the end of the day, Butch Hartman is just not that good of a uh showrunner. Actually the actually in my opinion, I think the problem is that they're it's trying to be dark. It's trying to have the horror elements in a kid's show. Which is which is kind of hard to execute at at this time. As in, hard to execute with the right with without with the wrong people. Like, at least with Batman the animated series, it's more it's it, at least it's uh, it's at least taught for the kids. They should they, at least the kids can get it. At least the kids can follow the stuff. But Danny Phantom is sort of like a kiddified version of how to make a dark show. As in, it's trying to be dark, but it's also trying to be for the kids. I guess, which is kind of. Ended up becoming this mess. Yeah, because like again, it, it all goes back to tone. And I'm not saying you can't do both. I'm not saying you can't be dark and gritty and and have comedy in there. You can, but you have to balance it out. And most of these shows fail to balance it out. Yeah, because it's either you know too dark or too light. There's no balance. And and. And it's such a shame, because, like, I like the idea of ghosts. Like, you know, ghosts are hard characters to write for, because you have to explain why they're there to begin with. Because, like, oh, well, you know, a person's dead, there's spirits still around for some odd reason, you gotta explain why that spirit is around. And that's always kind of a hard thing to do, because as a writer, you kind of need to, you know, give the audience a reason to care about supernatural beings inhabiting uh, a haunted place or something like that. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that these kids in the 2000s, they didn't grow up with Ghostbusters. Even the extreme part. Oh, extreme Ghostbusters was probably like the darkest incarnation of, of that fucking, of that fucking uh, series. Cause actually, I thought, that was, I thought that Ghostbusters was actually fucking cool when I was a kid. It was like, I was, I was, when I was a kid, I was interested with all the dark, spooky shit. Danny Phantom is the show that I don't really like. That is the only quote-unquote dark show that I actually didn't like because it was too action, more action and more goofiness than it is horror, and that disappointed me terribly. And it's such a shame because they have they do have some cool character uh, designs. We were talking about this when we were riffing on um, the final episode. Yeah. Which thanks by the way for putting me through that again. That episode is just yeah, god awful. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. And, and I talked and I talked about Vortex and I love Vortex's design. I like the mo- the more monstro you know m- more monster looking characters because it works. You know. Yeah. The problem is that you're talking about ghosts. Not yeah, that's kind of the problem, not right creatures, there. <laughs> not not creatures, and in a way that's kind of awkward to realize. Oh yeah, I like the ghosty designs, the otherworldly designs, and yeah, I could see that. But the central point is ghosts, people in the afterlife. Why are they monsters or some shit? Yeah, <laughs> why is why is Skulker a little tiny ghost in a giant robot body? You know that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, as in though I. I know that the only reason why Danny Phantom is 
as popular as I think it does. As, I'm going to say it now. The style is very... But women can draw cur- have awkwardly drawn curves on women in a way that that you just you just stare at them and say this is rule thirty four material right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> the porn kept it alive and it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, fandoms. <laughs> yeah, I think Danny Phantom porn was like one of the first porn stuff I, I I remember looking up back when you know back in the early days of the internet back in the mid 2000s <laughs> when this stuff wasn't like readily available everywhere yeah actually it's 2006 I think the, it, the whole the 2004 2007 it's like the internet is slowly rising so it's sort of also the right place at the right time no I remember looking up like Danny Phantom porn like back in like 2005 so many indecent art yeah <laughs> so many dramas yeah because i remember like cuz cuz like when it first happened it's like oh have you seen this this stuff you know online and and you look at it and it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah but what well, that's the entire thing is it deepened art has a lot of that Danny Phantom stuff they, it's mostly it's mostly because of the curves. Isn't how they draw, car, how Cartman designs curves is very curvy. It has a lot of curve. Usually their hips are usually big. That's why I was. That's why people are a lot more attracted to that and stuff like that. I guess. No, because I think again, because the show had like a lot of female characters. Like this show, I think out of all the Cartman shows, this had like a lot of female characters and even like. Small time characters who only appeared for like one or two episodes got like a shit ton of porn <laughs> drawn of them. Yeah, it's boobs and hips, man. Boobs and hips. <laughs> oh god. No, but but like you know, moving on. I think to me, yeah, I think the only reason it's popular because you know perverted fan base and a lot of like really dumb fan fiction. Oh god, it's it's really big in the fan fiction community. Oh like, God. it is just so fucking popular in the fanfiction community that I don't understand why. I don't know. Apparently, I also believe that another reason why Danny, Pop- Danny Fandom is popular to people who watch it is because they were looking up to Sam as their quote-unquote individual idol or something. Like, their role model for the individual I'm trying to be unique shit, which is sort of an awkward irony because Sam is probably the most posherish character I've seen in a long, long time. I think to me, and it's kind of weird, like, watching the show now again, after all these years, and I kind of realized, you know, Jazz is, like, kind of the perfect feminist character, but I can tolerate her. Why is that? (laughs) Because at least, um... At least Jazz, in a way, has her a character arc, for one. Her arc evolves around her trying to overachieve, trying to be the same voice of reason, only to realize she's just as fucked up as, as, as the entire family was, I guess. Like, she's trying to deny that she is a child and stuff, and she wants to grow up. And, and then, you know, that sort of thing makes sense in that and how she came to terms with Danny, Fa- with Danny Phantom being his her own brother. That's at least sort of a good a good build up not you know at least there was a build up 
Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't mind that. I like that story arc. I think that's one of the few good story arcs from that show that they followed up on and actually had a fucking conclusion. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to I'll get to Valerie later because oh boy, Valerie. Uh, kind of. Valerie, Valerie's like the biggest disappointment in the entire fucking show. <laughs> actually, it's only. Actually, it's only because, you know, they were trying to build up on her and uh, they realized, oh shit, I forgot. Danny's supposed to be with Sam. Fuck it! Yeah, Danny and Danny and Sam. And, and it was like, you know, watching this again, I'm like, oh my god, they didn't even try to fucking hide the fact that Danny and Sam were going to get together by the end of the series. They didn't even try. Yeah, they had to, like, follow the... They have to awkwardly follow this weird cartoon rule that trio group... The 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 the, the, the token opposite sex best friend will always end up with the main character in one way or another because best friends. And and you know what? Let's just let's just get this out of the way. I fucking hate Sam. Sam I'm is sorry. like one of the. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Not you, the fucking character, the stupid Manson character. Not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really didn't like her. Not, but but it's not because she. As in, I would have tolerated her if she had an arc and they actually completed her arc. But so far, all we got is, I just want people to like me, for me, not for my money. Even if I'm a so, I'm totally a bitch to everybody. Oh, she's awful. The only reason she's with Danny is because of fucking... The best friend law. Yeah, no, no, not even that, because she's like, oh, you're unique because you're half ghost and... Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Yeah, isn't the Phantom Planet was the isn't that the Phantom Planet was the episode where I wanted to to punch Sam in the face when she said, "Oh, you're just a typical boring, non-special human." I'm like, "Bitch, have you have you not have you not learned anything from? Oh yeah, you've seen you've seen ghosts with scarier powers and and then how and yet Danny's doing it for good and then nope nope." Nope, she, he's not special because he's not, he doesn't have ghost powers. I'm not going to write on that ecto deck. Yeah, it's, it's really fucking stupid because she's like, oh, I only want to fuck you because you have ghost powers. That, that's literally her entire character. It's like, I don't want to fuck you unless you don't have, like, go, unless you have, if you don't have ghost powers. Yeah, I think that's the reason why they actually, they, they were setting up that Sam likes Danny both as human and as, both as a human as a ghost, but it didn't work because for the most part, for the most part, Sam Sam pretty much depends on Danny's ghost powers all the time. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> she actually, you think that she she has an end for the part that a lot of the times you think that she's going to be too interested in all the gothic shit that happens, but no, her 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 snap reaction is Danny, do something, Danny, please fight this shit. Danny, save us! Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have been at least a running gag if Sam actually gets too involved with the gothic shit around her, and then she just, like, tries... She ends up becoming in trouble so much because of it. Oh, God, she she's so much of a useless character that, like, in, like, the Tucker episode where they introduced, like, Desiree, they had to write her out of the story by giving her a cold. That's how fucking useless she is. Yeah, and then they had to write her out because, I don't know, she would have ended the episode quickly by saying, Hey, Tucker, don't! The end. Yeah. <laughs> and she's such a whiny fucking bitch where she's like, Oh, 
I don't like you guys looking at the at that uh, gas guzzling uh, Helm V. I'm like, fuck off, bitch. Like they she they have their own goddamn interests. You have yours. They ne- they don't say anything about your goddamn goth shit. Fuck off. And and you know what the fun thing is? She's kind of she's like she. She tries to be the quote-unquote unique, but she always tends to want to be with the gothic people for some reason. Oh, God. And, and the whole, she's only, Pauline only. Oh, God, the Pauline episode. Oh, boy. That that uh, that episode was terrible for a lot of reasons. And I think one of them is, is Sam calling Pauline a shallow, even though Sam is fucking rich and she doesn't donate to charity and or use her wealth to help those that are less fortunate than her. Yeah. Somehow. Why? Like that's what fucking gets that's what fucking gets me. Like she she has all this money, she's rich, but she's like, Oh, I don't wanna be treated like I'm rich or something. I wanna be just like you (laughs) But then I no, actually, I always believe that she's the type of character that hate, that tries to be the bitchiest character, and keep, and then she keeps on wondering, why does everyone hate me? I'm good. I have inner beauty. Oh, God, the, the pageant episode. Oh, you mean the feminist episode? The feminist pageant episode where she dressed up as a, where she dressed where she she bitched at how she has internal beauty, but she's pretty much like the bitchiest character in the show. She's even- oh no, I I I fucking hated that episode even more now because it's basically like the biggest fucking feminist episode ever, where they're like, oh, if you're if you're a girl and you want to be like a princess, you're a fucking traitor to your <laughs> to your gender. Uh, yeah. Like Sam, like Sam is, and you know, she's like, oh yeah, being a being a mom sucks. And then she ended up, she ended up stealing the flower, and she ended up stealing the flower, and then dressing her up in in, in mini Sam. And it's like, Jesus. Yeah, that's so it kind of gets me, and it's like, oh, you know, God, I, the problem. You know what? I'm, the main I'm, prob- ju- I'm just gonna. I, you go first. Sorry, this, this episode really pisses me okay. off so much. The main reason. So much. The main reason why. I didn't like Sam at all because she is one of you know the char- you know she's like the Mabel character as in oh god uh, no 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 I'm thinking we'll we'll talk about the Gravity Falls one when it's released but but think she's about not it. as she's not as evil as Mabel okay she's not that fucking evil um no I mean think about it this way you get back in the day we always get the rational sane voice of reason girls that are always right Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sam is pretty much that, only with the fact that she is, quote-unquote, a rebel. She's against the conformity. She's so against the norm. And that's what 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 people like about her in an awkward way, that she's so so against, oh, my God, she's Ebony Darkness, Dementia Raven Way, holy shit. (laughs) I knew it. She she's the she's fucking Occupy Wall Street before Occupy Wall Street was even a thing. She's pro she's probably the type of girl who has a t- who who right now has a Tumblr and probably bitches about everything. Oh no, it's, it's kind of funny because she reminds me a lot of Haley from American Dad and American Dad like came out a year later after Danny Phantom. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the thing. I think I the thing is that she's meant to be the quote-unquote goth character, she's supposed to be knowing all about the paranormal shit, but she doesn't do all that much unless the plot demands it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> or she's like, Danny, don't you know what those uh, three gems are? <laughs> like, she, and she, like, and she, like she, she just takes out, like, a giant, giant book, and she's like, oh, Freak Show wrote this. It's important, Danny. You gotta do something, Danny. Like, you kind oh. of think that she she would be, she would have her own shit. Like, at least with Tucker, there's, like, technical knowledge and stuff, but Sam is more of the, I'm, you do it, I'll just be, I'll just be here, I'll just be here schlicking over you, oh, your ghost powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and even, like, uh, let's, you know, going back to that beauty pageant episode, uh, the reason I hate the episode so much is, again, Tucker and, uh, Tucker and Danny are written like complete fucking assholes, because, you know, in all Sam episodes, they have to be written as useless fucks, otherwise she, she can't save the day on her own. They make them sexist assholes, like, well, not sexist assholes, they make them, like, horn dogs who are horny, who are only like, oh, we're gonna judge, uh, we're gonna judge the beauty pageant because we're gonna date, we're, and we're gonna use it to date girls and stuff like that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. But then again, Sam was also dating a, when Sam fell for the quote-unquote exchange student, she was head over heels mostly because, oh, he's so gothic. Okay, oh, yeah. she's, a, she's <laughs> as shallow as basically everyone in the episode, but the thing is, she claims she's right about that. Oh, yeah, and then, oh, God, that's another episode I really hate, where where Danny is like, oh, no, he's obviously with the guys in white, because he wears white. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Basically, we're going to spend the whole day wanking about Sam, because she's basically a very badly written female character for us. No, and it's kind of funny. I love how I love how feminists, you know, complain about oh, you know, Seth MacFarlane or whoever can't write women characters. And I'll admit, you know, Seth, Seth MacFarlane is a fucking hack. He can't write female characters or you know male characters. But at the very least, his characters aren't that fucking grating. You know. No, it's okay. I mean, I mean, okay, yeah, you know, Brian from Family Guy is a piece of shit. He's the biggest piece of shit that Seth MacFarlane has created because, again, he's the fucking self-insert who just shows up, spouts liberal bullshit, and then leaves. And yet, the thing is that sometimes they act- some people actually called him out on it. That's why the, oh, yeah. the Quagmire yeah. Slam was actually good. Yeah, I mean, because, again, you know, at least, you know, I don't like Family Guy and I'm not trying to defend Family Guy or Seth MacFarlane, but... At the very least, you know, there's some consistency with them. Like, at least, you know, someone actually pointed out the flaws in Bri- with Brian, and, you know, uh, I don't know. Eh, like, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things where I really can't defend, like, either, either, either show, because, like, Family Guy is shit, and, and Danny Phantom is not that very good. I think the reason is that Sam was all. O- Actually, the thing is, Sam is written like this. She didn't, she didn't change the show. The show changed her. As in every episode, she has, like, one episode, she's, like, the ultimate gamer. And the next, she's, like, super athletic. And the next, she's, like, total, she's, like, I'm so radical. The next is, I'm so totally god. The next, I'm, like, I'm so, I, I'm so in love with Danny, but I'm not the fake of mega. Jesus fucking Christ. The thing is that she is written almost inconsistently to the point that she is praised for her shit. Then we are just saying that's a flaw. That's a flaw to be that to be that inconsistent. 
Yeah, it's just it's just really dumb, and I and I really hated the freak show episode, the freak show debut episode, because again, like, Danny's you know gets mind controlled because he's half ghost, and and he joins Freak Show's gang. So how does she help him? By rioting, of course. I don't. And you and she and to think she considered herself a pacifist animal. Yeah. <laughs> Gods are, God, your your kind is probably the most violent shit ever. You could have thrashed everything. You could have unleashed so many interesting. I think the thing is, what do you call that? They only like her because she's the ebony, and everyone else around her is the prep. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why. That's why when I when people are against ebony and yet okay. Anyways, anyways, continuing on. Um. Yeah. Sam is Sam is like one of the worst characters in. In fiction. <laughs> I don't know about the worst characters in fiction. I'm thinking she's forgettable, but people resurrect her for it. No, I mean, it's hard You know, it's hard to watch a show without getting, like, really pissed off at, at some of the shit she says. Like, it really is. Yeah. Though, there's, though, personally, a lot of Danny fandom characters are kind of degrading because they're stereotypes. And then there's Sam, who acts like she's not, but you kind of tell that... She is, and that's the problem. Yep. Oh God. Like, what? What is there more to say about Sam? Because I don't, I don't want this like entire podcast to just be like, you know, Sam is like worst character ever. Blah 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 blah. Cause, you know, even though she is like, she is like, you know, one of the main detractors of the show. I would say. Actually, I'm going with she was supposed to have the whole second connection with Danny, which is kind of stupid because that's like that's obvious that they're going to totally fall in love with each other. But she's pretty much the teenager that everyone wants to be at that time. The the I want to be that cool. I want to be that rebellious. I want to be that super awesome. And and you realized as you were watching, she's kind of a cunt. Why would I want yep. to be her? <laughs> And you know she's pretty much Amer- uh, the ri- the quote unquote always right girls. You know basically the quote unquote voice of reason stuff. And you know she- and from it she doesn't have an arc. I mean there's the whole uh, the whole I want to be free independent from my parents didn't happen. I want to I want I want people to like me for who I am. Nope. Only two. Nope, she's still unlikable. <laughs> I want to. I want my parents to accept me for who I am. Nope, nope, nope. Parents, st- parents still don't give a. Sh- still don't like her. Gothic ways. Yep. Yep. <laughs> at least with Tucker. At least with Tucker, there's at least an arc. Uh, Jazz has an arc. Hell, Vlad has an arc. And Sam doesn't have one. She's just basically designated love interest from the beginning of everything. Hell, even Jack Fenton, you know, got serious, you know, towards the end of the series a little bit. Yeah. So really, the whole the problem is that she has an arc, and her entire thing is she doesn't have an arc, and her entire thing is though she didn't change the show, or she didn't change her shelf throughout the show. The show was slippy changed. Short. Hell, even Valerie had an arc that was destroyed because they found out that Sam and Danny should end up together. Oh, it was destroyed because of you know many reasons. Because again, it's like hey, we have this really interesting character. 
with a with a moral complex, you know, who's complex, hates ghosts because you know she thinks ghosts ruined her life, even though they didn't. And you know she's she's getting manipulated by Vlad, and then at the you know towards the you know towards the end of the series she finds out oh you know Vlad's been manipulating me this whole time I'm gonna get my revenge that never happens yeah because you know they found out they found out that the season three was basically filler everything is filler oh yeah because you know again I think it's hard to realize why the show got canceled but if I you know because you know a lot of rumors um going on around on the internet saying hey you know you know, one writer quit, and 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 uh, you know that that kind of hurt the show. And you know, one writer, you know, the writer who quit had like disagreements with Butch Hartman, and Butch Hartman got him fired. And and I heard rumors about Butch Hartman going like over budget with the show and causing a lot of problems with Nickelodeon. And who knows? I don't know if any of this is true, but I I, I know that one of the writers was, you know, let go. I don't know if he was fired or he quit, but I know he was let go, and and after he left, uh, the show kind of went to shit. Yeah, so basically the the entire thing felt more like... uh, The entire thing felt more like this. Danny Phantom could have been a good dark show... But the problem is that yes, production over budgetness and all that stuff, inconsistency with 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 some of the characters, and you know they some of them tried to tend to be dark, but in the end they ended up becoming edgier eventually, and it just turned into this jumbled mess of a show, and that only stayed because of course Sam becomes the quote unquote goth Roma role model, even if she's kind of like Ebony, the Darkness, Dementia, Raven way, and the and how the characters are drawn that ended up becoming Rule 34. Basically, this is sort of like Night Vale in the 2000s, in a way that it's a show that makes people think that they're edgy as shit, but in reality, it's like, when you look back, it's like, it's not that edgy, it's pretentious as fuck and it's so shallow why the fuck do i like the show yeah it's kind of like when you look back at it and it's like oh you know let's have an entire episode where um Wa- walker you know takes over the town and makes everyone think danny is the bad guy how do you follow up on that answer we don't filler yep <laughs> filler episodes it's like when they try to do like story based shit, it's kinda interesting, but then they never follow up on it. And if and if they do this like I think there's also the whole I think this is the trying to to trying to cater to the attention span of the kids. They think that kids attention spans are really, really, really short. That's why they end up having episodic shit. Oh yeah, it's it's the Jeff Loeb uh Jeff Loeb uh, style of writing uh, shows where it's like, well, you know, kids are stupid, so they can't really concentrate on, um, you know, um, main story arcs. So we're just going to have, like, every episode be, like, a standalone episode. Yeah, and the whole reruns and stuff. That's why, and then they go to shit like Gravity Falls and Steven Universe now, and it's like, you kind of prove that kids do pay attention to the plot, or they kind of have a vague, vague sequential view of what the plot is, or and stuff. I've been I've been watching like Gargoyles uh, over again recently, and I'm kind of shocked at how like really story heavy that show was. To be quite honest, like 
because because again, like you gotta understand that at the end of the day, it's still a kids show, but at the very least, they trusted the kids to not be dumb. Yeah, that's the thing. They were, they were like, you know, we're gonna tell these stories, <laughs> and we're gonna make them adult in nature, but not too adult in nature, and we're gonna balance it out. Batman the animated series, people kids love that shit, and it had the, it had good continuity and all that. And then, you know, kids followed up that. That's why people, that's why those shows ended up memorable. Because when you, when you're an adult, you look back on it, it's like, oh, oh, I get this. Oh, I so get this now. And that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, watching Gargoyles again recently, I love it even more now. Like, I love it even more now as an adult than I did as a kid. As in, yes, you're as a kid, you feel, you feel like, oh, okay, I, I, I get this, and I, I got that. And like, as in... I'm not as a, as a kid. You you want to know things that happen next. You want you really want to pay attention, but your mind's still a little confused at the whole ideas of the world and the and, and the plot and all that stuff. You don't get some of the jokes. You don't get some of the context here and there, and then that's fine. As it as long as it felt entertainable for you, as in you know colors, fight scenes, interesting, funny stuff. That's good. And then, and then, and then you, and then you watch it again when you're grown up, and then you get to the plot. Damn, good plot. This is this is good. I actually want. I actually miss the show. It adds so much that it adds so much to the flip, to to what it is. As in, that's the thing that I like about old school cartoons. They have continuity. They are rewatchable. Oh yeah, Gargoyles is great. I mean, if you if you haven't like if anyone out there who's listening to this who has not seen Gargoyles, shame on you. Watch that shit now. Abdullah's going to track amazing. Abdullah's <laughs> going to track you down if you don't watch Gargoyles. Like I forgot how great of a character Goliath is, how great of a character Hudson is. You know, even Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I forgot how great of a character he was and I mean, yeah, Lexington and Broadway are probably the two weakest of the group, but even them, like, even they get their moments to shine, and I like that, you know? Yeah, and and it's, and basically, at least they follow the rules within the universe, you know, they, when the sun goes up, they have, they end up turning into stone, the whole, that, all that stuff. Uh, also, Macbeth is a badass, I fucking <laughs> love Macbeth on that show, he is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and... Actually, are we supposed to talk about Danny Phantom? When is uh, God damn it, I want to talk about gargoyles now. God damn it. <laughs> this, oh my god. This is a gargoyles podcast now. <laughs> See, Abdullah the Gargoyles fam will gush about gargoyles for the entire hour while Sam, while Sam, while Sam needs to catch up on everything again because she doesn't have that good a memory. <laughs> No, seriously, watch it again. It's really good. I, yeah, I know. I know. I'll it's have really... to download that shit again. <laughs> oh, God, it's really good. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, to me, the like, main problem with Danny Phantom is, like, you know, they introduce stuff, but they never follow up with it. And each episode is, like, filler. I, season three was garbage because it was all filler. I think the last episode, the second to last episode was the only non-filler episode. Yeah. And that is kind of pathetic. That is really pathetic when you really think about it. Yeah, and, uh, have, and like, then the, somehow the... The second, the second to last episode of the entire series is not is an episode that is not filler. Wow. <laughs> I know. Hey, but even the last episode, the Phantom Planet episode, was pretty much... What do you call that? 
was pretty much also a clusterfuck of mess, as in, we all thought that the end of the show, we're going to have a final, final confrontation between Danny and Vlad. Nope, nope, nope. Fuck that. <laughs> also, uh, even the opening, like, I remember, like, ranting about this when we were, like, riffing it, because I'm like, I hated the opening so much, because it's like... Vlad comes out of the fucking ghost zone. He's like, "Oh, what a wonderful day! I beat, I beat, I beat Frostbite, and I got the Infinity Map." What? How? Oh uh, uh, yeah, actually, they actually jumped from one subplot to another. I said, "Yeah, first they got the Vlad, Vlad got the Infinity Map, yada yada, and then after a while, Danny Phantom ends up being one up against the new Ghostbusters, funded by Vlad, and then and then afterwards, the whole and then the whole giant." anti-ghost Nidoroi. As in, it just becomes a clusterfuck. As in, after, and then Danny being one-up made him want to go back to a ghost, which makes his friends hate him, which is obviously because he's a ghost, not because, you know, he's he he's selfish or anything. No, I I, I, I hated Danny in the episode because he's like, oh, how do we how do we give him a, a character arc? We make him whiny. <laughs> yeah, as in, actually, every... Every time Danny's changed his personality or wants to become popular, he tends to become a jerk. And no one tries to, like, calm him down. But uh, no one... Tr- and then people just leave it. People just hate him because he changed, because he's, he's totally not totally not the best character ever, because he's totally this and that. And until he had the ghost powers, he gets back. Oh, yeah, I'm back to being myself again. And then you're all... That's not a character arc. That's called an ass pull. Oh yeah, and 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 one of his character traits is he wants to become an astronaut. No, actually, and he, they, actually, and, and and they never follow up on that. <laughs> no, no, no. He's already in space. He's he, he's complete. He's living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I want to be an astronaut, and I'm like, okay, are you gonna follow up on that? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> he's what we see. Daddy fed him in space. That's enough. <laughs> He's like, I'm flying. I'm an astronaut. <laughs> oh yeah, god! Actually, and I hated and I and I hated him in the episode. I even made the joke about him, like when he's bitching about it. He's like, I want to be normal. <laughs> he's like, I want to be a normie. <laughs> actually, one thing that I sort of think Danny Phantom was okay with is that they were actually putting nods to sci-fi and horror. For, for the adults to like, but it doesn't have the staying power of what actually makes the horror, horror and sci-fi thing work, a.k.a. actually concrete plot. It's like, hey, let's have an episode where the box ghost becomes an edgy piece of shit. That's why, that's why when it, as in, like, they put a lot of references to dark shit, they horror... Sci-fi, Addyville was basically was basically reference reference and shit, and then you and yet they just put it there as something to make it the the show darker than it is, which is dumb. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Yeah. So let's talk about some of the stupid characters. <laughs> okay. Who totally let's ruined the to- a- who totally that ruined is the not tone. Yeah, that no, no, who, to- who totally ruined the fucking uh, mood of the show? Because it's like you have the show that's trying so hard to be dark and shit, but then you have stuff like stupid Mister Lancer in a dress because it's oh, funny, yeah. right? 
Oh yeah, Mr. Oh. Lancer. Mr. Lancer is pretty much the whole spouting book jokes and oh, I'm trying to be an awesome teach. I'm trying to be a strict awesome teacher. He's pretty much the whole oh, I want oh the oh the challenge of being the quote unquote teenager side, which is stupid. Oh, God. Have you seen that YouTube poop that someone uploaded on a channel of Danny Phantom? No, not yet. Should I watch it? Oh God, I should I should send you that when we're done recording because it's really fucking right. hilarious. <laughs> where they where they like where where they edit in you know you know for those who don't know what YouTube poop is, look it up. I don't really care. But the point is, there's this funny joke where, where especially with Mr. Lancer, where he where he's walking around like trying to talk hip, and they change and they sentence mix that shit, and he's like, "Yo, shake that ass," <laughs> and he and he hits on Damn. Danny's mom, and he's like, "Let's get down to sex." <laughs> right, well, I'll watch that later. But yeah, the entire thing is that they're supposed to have like ghosts villains and human form villains we get we get Danny's side which is typical teenage drama shit like dash and and paul and paulina being a bitch and and you know and and basically mr lancer those are like and those are like the only few characters that are sort of antagonistic to danny but i'll give the show i'll give the show i'll give the show credit i mean at least they were progressive enough to make the the main bitch character a Latina instead of a white girl, so that's you know that's something I guess. But that, but Danny ended up with a white Jewish girl. <laughs> How is that progressive? <laughs> and the potential love interest that is a black girl. And yeah, How one of the boys. Dare you? And at least they have like one of the bullies be Asian, so there you go. <laughs> No, no, no! A dumb Asian. <laughs> Get it? Get so it. basically, so basically, Danny's Danny's bullies are like the multi multiracial people. <laughs> the Burger yeah, the King bur- club of bullies. Yeah. <laughs> and and Dash is probably gay. So you know, there you go. <laughs> there you go. No, with a lot of them, a lot of them. Fan fictions? Why not? <laughs> no, seriously. Oh God, I, I just love that. I'm picturing like Danny getting bullied by the Burger King Kids Club now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the whole joke is, based, and then yeah, we should have talked about Tucker as well. Fuck. Uh, Tucker, uh, well, what is there to say? He's Urkel. That's it. <laughs> that is he, literally his entire character. He's the nerd. Urkel who likes he's the nerd Urkel who likes um, tech shit so basically the geeky sidekick <laughs> I know a black guy <laughs> when, and, but at least in a way Tucker was sort of useful from time to time and at least he has an arc that involves him trying to be trying to be a a good who she's trying to be stronger than Danny. He's being jealous of Danny's powers, even if it's stereotypical or cliche. At least they kind of they kind of had an arc around that, and yet and then they just and then and then they just ruined it by having the next the next Tucker focused episode be about him getting power and being a douche. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Where he's like, I'm going to trust this ghost mummy, <laughs> you know, because. You know, he seems like a 
trustworthy individual. <laughs> yeah, I know. Still, at least that, at least Tucker has tried to have an arc. Sam didn't. <laughs> at uh. least. Also, I, I really hate Jack Fenton, but, but that's mostly because I really hate the dumb dad uh, stereotype. No one likes I, the I'm dumb just, dad. I'm just, I'm just so sick and tired of American shows, especially shows aimed at kids always having, like, dumb, retarded dad characters. I just hate that. Dumb, no, 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 dumb, ugly, retarded, fat dad, and hot wife that will probably bang the ne- will probably bang the next the next man he sees if it wasn't for his eternal loyalty term with the husband. Wait, I'll, I'll lower the volume. Continue on. No, no, I just, I just really hate that fucking stereotype of like, oh, there's this always always a fat guy with a hot wife. And and the fat guy is always this dumb, bumbling, prat, pratfall motherfucker who always runs around and has like a quick get-rich-quick get scheme and is, and is dumb as shit. Yeah, like, they're, yeah, they're the, always the same. Like, and that's what pisses me off. It's like they're always the fucking same. Yeah, we should. Yeah, if if we finish Gravity Falls, we'll probably have a field day episode. We'll probably have five parts of why we hate Gravity Falls <laughs> or something. Don't don't tempt me. Don't fucking tempt me. I'll tempt you hard, man. <laughs> I'm the box ghost. Yeah, the box. Yeah, actually, I I kind of understood that they want more dinosaur ghosts, but the box ghost was just fucking lame. <laughs> and there's a heavy possibility. Let's take the box ghost and make him edgy, man. Yeah, that was a bad episode, and then you realize Pandora made the box. Then why is there so many wrong inconsistencies of mythology in there? Oh, uh, let's yeah. That that pissed me off, especially for someone who actually likes Greek mythology. They're like, oh, you know, Medusa's a ghost now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. We. Okay. Me, okay. So maybe in the next episode we try to like gather all our all our thoughts together and try actually make a full fledged bitch bitchathon on Danny Phantom because right now we're just jumping into a lot of fun shit. I I just I I don't want it to be boring. I don't want to be like, oh, well, we're gonna talk about this first, and then we're gonna talk about that. No. no yeah, that's no. that's 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 typical review stuff. Okay. Yeah. So. No, but I promise the second part is gonna be like more, you know, focused on on Danny Phantom instead of like going off topic. But like, you know, because because you watch that episode, and I'm like, oh my god, I fucking hate this episode. I I, I hate the fact that. The Pandora is fucking is a fucking uh, ghost, and 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 Medusa is a ghost, and I fucking hate the fact where they're like, oh, there's this floating blue-skinned salesman. <laughs> God yeah. damn. Yeah, yeah, the floating catering shoe salesman. God. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a lot more. There's going to be a lot more focus. Also, it's it, it also like if you watch the show again now. Tell you, it's a lot more funnier when you realize Box Ghost is a fucking stoner. <laughs> he di- he he died high. That's why he became a Box Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling down the street, smoking on go. Actually, actually, in, in some of the ghosts 
backstories kind of do have a, at least a dark edge that they're trying to they're trying to create. Like I think the box school sort of died in a in a, a packaging accident. I guess I think he I think he his body just got like squished by a machine. <coughs> and then Desiree was supposed to be some sort of wife concubine that got killed in a lustful passion or something. It was at least. At least it was kind of dark, but they didn't follow up on that. Oh, Des- Desiree's an interesting character because she was like a flat-out harem girl. There you go. <laughs> a harem girl in a fucking cartoon. There you go. For kids. That, yep. that got killed. That got ki- that got executed. For some reason, I forgot. Oh, yeah, and, and I don't know the guy's name, Norman, the the, great, the ghost from the 50s, was technically suicide or bullied to death or something. Yeah. <laughs> as, in, as in, you kind of find out that the ghost zone isn't some multidimensional thing, it's the freaking afterlife. <laughs> and no one... this, is my, this is my hell, I have to relive all my bullying. <laughs> yeah, technically it's like a really warped version of the afterlife, and what do you call this? And for they don't really try to purify them, or send goes back to the re- to to any good afterlife or something. No, they just suck them back to the ghost world, and then they would fight. Also, and go- like also in part two, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about more about um, Vlad and uh, Pariah Dark, especially Pariah Dark, because he's a uh, he's a character that needs his own episode. Because <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, when we're gonna talk about and we're gonna talk about the ultimate enemy and the specials and all that other shit in the next episode. So you know, yeah. it's like it kind of it kind of it kind of feels like Danny Phantom could have been an interesting story, but a lot of the times you just nope, I'm out. <laughs> you don't you start you start realizing that this is trying hard to be Ghostbusters. It's trying to be dark. It's trying for kids. Ghostbusters for kids, and it failed because it doesn't know how to, it doesn't know how to set the tone right. Yep. And I'm disappointed. Yeah. Anyway, we rambled long enough, so and, uh, we'll continue. And jo- we'll continue this in in part two. Actually, we're going off. We're going to actually review the shit in part two because part one <laughs> is basically us being random, <laughs> tired, somewhat hyper chuckled fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have this. I now have this image of the box ghost like riding a lowrider, smoking weed. <laughs> I think that's what happens off camera. <laughs> Whoever still draws Danny Phantom fan art, please, please draw the box ghost in that. And <laughs> a lowrider smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> that will make her day. Promise. Okay. Rolling down the street, smoking on the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.